Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. In this week's episode, Adam's off to the Museum of Brands, and we're creating our very own brand as well. My name is Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And today, Adam is off to the Museum of Brands. We are going to go back in time today and take a look at how brands have evolved through the eras. We start in the Brand Museum and we take a look back through time in the Time Tunnel. Um, so I'm Rebecca Sangs. I'm the venue and events assistant here at the Museum of Brands. Um, so I head up the events team. Okay, so we're about to head into the Time Tunnel, which I think is probably one of the most exciting things at the museum. Tell me what we're about to experience here. Perfect. So the Time Tunnel itself is a, it's literally a tunnel. It kind of takes you through um, brands and packaging from the Edwardian area all the way until modern day. So it goes by decade. Um, so it literally takes you through time. <laughs> Um, and you can kind of see how certain brands have evolved, um, how packaging has changed, how people have kept packaging and uh, what kind of materials have been used in packaging, how design has changed and how design has influenced um, all kinds of social history, uh, which is really, yeah, very cool to look at. Should we go in? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wander on through here. So immediately we're placed in the Victorian era and we have a, an awful lot of newspapers all around us. Indeed we do. Um, a lot of these are from the time itself, so they were kept um, and sort of stored um, by our founder, Robert Opie, um, who had yeah, a huge interest in all of these things from a very young age. Um, a lot of the things revolve around um, the royals, actually, um, revolve around the war um, or various wars that happen, that have happened in history um, and yeah just kind of show what kind of things influenced Londoners at the time and also straight away obviously this is the Museum of Brands uh, there are going to be some names that you expect um, like this one Schweppes which I know is is it sparkling water uh, I think it started off yeah as mineral water so um Mineral water actually comes from the spring as soda water. <laughs> um, so they were one of the first manufacturers, I think, in the UK uh, to sell uh, bubbly, bubbly water. Yeah. Let's find out what else we've got here. Yeah, my name is Sarah and I work at the museum as the community development assistant, which means that I work with older people. So people over 55 visiting, making the museum as accessible and as enjoyable for them as possible. Um, the biggest part of our job is to work um, with people living with dementia. So we go out to care homes, community centres and we do reminiscing sessions based on our things that we have in a collection and we do some reminiscing with them. And uh, speaking of reminiscing, something that our entire audience are going to know, this cabinet is entirely dedicated to Disney. Could you talk to me about some of the items that you've got in here? Sure. Um, so these are the basic, and uh, the, the, the original Disney. So if you think of Mickey Mouse, uh, Snow White and the Dwarves. Um, and you see all kinds of advertising and branding coming off that. So you'll see some... Um, books, some games, some little toys. Um, so you'll see how um, pop culture and movies are spreading into our everyday life. You'll see more later. There's some um, shower bottles or, or what is it? Bath bottles with special characters. Um, so you just see how people are really interested in 
um, little characters um, in their everyday life. Let me just explain what's going on here. So you basically walk through uh, what I can only really describe as a bit of a maze. It's kind of like a corridor. There are big glass cabinets on either side and they are full to the brim with displays. You basically get to walk through time and the story that is told is one of how brands have evolved over the years. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I always like to say that we have quite an intergenerational collection. So we've got something for everyone, you know, from like grandparents to parents to kids and little kids, you know, as well. And then we've got brands as well that kind of come to, to just kind of see their objects in the collection as well and, and students who are into branding and design. Um, so, yeah, we've got people from all walks of life kind of interested in our collection and coming here to, to discover. There is a large collection about World War One and World War Two. You can see how during rationing, a lot of the brands changed. They became more uh, conservative, used less colours and even used less packaging. Nowadays, you and I go into the supermarket, we pick up a tin of soup and the label fills the entire can, right? Well, during the war, there weren't that many resources, so the label on some of these cans is tiny. You can even see sort of shop displays that they've made that you can kind of wander into and pretend, if you like, that you were living in that era. One of my favourite time periods to wander through, though, were the 80s. You can see sort of original computers, you can see original video games, some musical instruments there, and you can also look at what to you and I are some quite weird and wacky fashion choices too. Now, this is slightly terrifying for me. Uh, I'm obviously in a museum and One Direction, which is a band that I remember from being a teenager is in here. Uh, The people listening to this, you're probably between the ages of about 8 and 12, so you might remember them from being a kid. We've also got uh, a high school musical 2 doll here as well. And I suppose this is just testament to the fact that the museum is always evolving. You're always adding things to your collection. Yeah, definitely. I think um, as a museum ourselves, we kind of try to also look into the future Um, as many items as we have from the past we also kind of try and think about what kids are growing up with now and um, what kind of things will be interesting to families um, these days Um, and yeah kind of looking into the future with with what uh, kids are up to and for kids and families that visit the museum of brands what is there for them to do whilst they're here Yeah, we have a family trail that we have all year round. So there's a little trail that's helping you focus on specific decades, find some objects. So it's almost like a little hunt for kids. Um, But we also offer during uh, school holidays and any special holidays, so like Halloween or Easter, we have these special hunts made for the theme. So you can find specific things in the tunnel. And it's again, it's almost like a treasure hunt. You get a little treat at the end and it's really fun for kids to do. We also offer some workshops uh, for families and kids during those times just to help them, you know, find something during the holidays to do. Bex, I have had such a wonderful time here at the Museum of Brands today. It is just around the corner from Labbrook Grove Tube Station. Make sure you come down and pay a visit. Genuinely find that fascinating. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, You can find out more by searching for the Museum of Brands. Now, it's time for a craft that you can do at home. Earlier in the podcast, Adam had the chance to visit the Museum of Brands in London. I learned so many cool things about how brands have changed over the years, and I thought it would be super fun to do a craft that lets you create your own brand. Here's what you'll need for the activity. Paper or card, 
pencils, markers or crayons, scissors, glue or tape, magazines or catalogues, and stickers or other decorations. Got everything? Great, now let's get started. The first step is to think of your very own brand. A brand is a special name, logo or symbol that represents a company or a product. It's what makes it unique and memorable. So, what do you want your brand to be about? It could be anything you love, like sports, animals, food, or even something made up from your imagination. Once you've decided on your brand, it's time to create a logo for it. A logo is a special image or symbol that represents your brand. Grab your paper or card and your pencils, markers or crayons and start designing. Think about what images or symbols could represent your brand and draw them on your paper. Be as creative as you want. Great job! Now that you've designed your logo, carefully cut it out using scissors. Make sure to be safe and ask an adult for help if you need it. If you have magazines or catalogues lying around, you can use them to create a collage that represents your brand. Look for pictures, words or colours that match your brand's theme and glue or tape them onto your paper or card. This will make your brand look even more unique and interesting. You can also get creative and add some extra decorations to your brand. You can use stickers, glitters or any other craft supplies that you have to make your brand stand out. Get as wild and imaginative as you want. Awesome job! Your brand is now complete. You can show it off to your friends and family. The possibilities are endless. Thanks, Georgia. And just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.